This is Meadow DeVore, and this is the Meadow DeVore Podcast. Hi, guys. I've missed you. You missed me? Probably. So I went offline for a little bit because I had a deadline that I had to work through. And over the next couple months, I'm going to be putting out podcasts as much as I can. But every so often, I'm going to have to hit pause and work on my other stuff. And I will let you in on all my secrets as soon as I possibly can. But right now, uh, I have to keep it all underground. So this week, I have a great session to share with you. Um, A woman who is, so this is for all the single ladies. She is single. She wants to date. She's had some not so great dating life experiences. She's trying to decide whether to go on apps or not, or how do you, how do you feel worthy of dating a good guy or having a good relationship? And how do you go about finding these people? So we talk about how to find somebody in real life. We talk about dating apps. We talk about worthiness and how this plays out in relationships, especially those early parts of relationships. So if you're single Uh, or you think you might be soon, (laughs) you might want to listen in on this. Or if you know somebody who's single and like feeling really stuck, listen, I was single for a really long time and I, uh, it was one of the most painful things of my life. I think that humans are made to be in partnerships and they are made to have friendships and they're made to have deep relationships. And Loneliness is chronic, it's everywhere, and it's so painful. So I do think this is an incredibly important uh, self-development topic to talk about. How do you form these bonds, especially right now where social media is weird and phones are weird and you're supposed to be swiping to find people and like how do you actually do this thing that humans have done since the time began? Okay. So I think we're going to talk about dating. And my favorite line from your email was I, something about, like, you can't stop yourself from looking at somebody's hand to see if they're married, if they have the ring. Yes. Right? Which I totally understood because I used to do the exact same thing. It was, like, such a habit. Like, I, like I wouldn't even look at faces. I was just looking at hands. <laughs> Like, let's start with the hand and then we'll move on to the face. Yeah. See, I, I will look at the face first. I'm uh, like, are well, they attractive? Are they married? <laughs> <laughs> or are, are they showing that they're married? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay. So you said that relationship is, or the idea of relationships is one of the most painful subjects for you. Do you know why? Um, I think it's, so I think it's the area in my life that I, I think I haven't worked on like self-worth-y things. Like I've worked a lot of, you know, finding my work worth in my career and finding my worth in my family and like friends. But I feel like that's, this is the area where I just keep getting stuck. Mm. Can you kind of describe the stuckness or the pattern that you have found or do you do not really know? Um, so I th- I'm on to myself about the pattern. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. So like I, I've only been in really two serious relationships and both of those people were, um, I mean, it was just like toxic codependent. They had 
big issues with drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. And so... Why do you think you were a match to that? Why do you think you were attracted to that? Oh, I think it stems from like um, just childhood stuff. Mm. Okay. So can you say a little bit more about that? Sure, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's just childhood. Well, lots of us have childhood and not all of us keep uh, dating addicts or alcoholics. So So why do you think you're a good match to it? Yes. So I think as a child, I, so my mother was mentally ill, but like wasn't diagnosed. Mm -hmm. So I think I just missed out on a lot of the like attachment and connection Mm -hmm. that most children get. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when I, I mean, I didn't date in high school. And then as soon as I got to college, the first like guy that looked at me, I married. (laughs) (laughs) Your bar was high. (laughs) Uh Oh my gosh. He's looking at me. I'll take him. I'm marrying you now. Okay. So, um, yeah. So why do you think, I mean, I know this is funny. It's funny, but it's also very painful. Why do you think you were attracted to a person? I want, I want you to look at it. Not like this just happened. Like you, you're a magnet and your magnet is set to so far this, this kind of person. Yes. So I, what does it do for you to be in that relationship? What was going on? You think? Um, so I think there is some sort of like codependent, like savior complex. Like I don't have to look at my pain because Mm-hmm. Your pain is blaring and you know blaring us in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I had a joke back in the day of my oh god I just I wouldn't I would not <laughs> curse anybody with having to date after child uh, just dating's hard period. But uh, the joke was I could turn anybody into a guy that had no job. And, and it was a joke because it was true. <laughs> it happened over and over and over. So, you know, taking responsibility for that is like, what was I doing? What was going on here? So, yeah, I could see maybe it's a hero thing going on. Like, let me save you, you little broken winged person. Um, but that is assuming a sort of grandiosity that doesn't come with it's not consistent with what you said about your self-worth and what I know about your self-worth. So I want to show you maybe a different way. Okay. To look at this. Rather than thinking, oh yeah, well, I was raised to be the person taking care of the broken people or whatever that is, right? Like that it's I don't know. You, you didn't say that exactly, but that kind of an idea. Mhm. Um just think about in in life, what kind of person has a very low bar, will accept a very low bar? I mean, it's the kind of person who is like so desperately wanting yes. the thing. Yes. Desperately wanting the thing and also doesn't think they can get the actual thing. Right. 
So I don't think this is a hero complex and I don't think this is a grandiosity issue. I think this is a self-worth issue completely. So typically what I've seen for myself and others, it plays out like this. If I set the bar low enough, they will have to love me. They'll be so lucky to have me. They will never leave me. <laughs> doesn't work. Do you know why that doesn't work? Uh, I mean, usually the, I mean, they, they're not able to love me in the way that I actually want them to. Yeah. Or, or at all. Well, yeah. <laughs> Leaves me more lonely. Yeah. When you're dealing with when you're trying to lower the bar so far down that you're trying to make it so this person won't want to leave you, you actually create a situation where they, they can't stay with you because you're not being authentic and you're not showing up as yourself and you're not even playing on the level field at this point. It's really like becomes this weird manipulation. Are you following me on that? Yes. So like where I was trying to protect myself and like kind of what I was thinking was like I, I come from a pretty wounded past and I was thinking always that I, I also needed to be matched with somebody that came from a pretty wounded past. Like how could they possibly understand me? How could they possibly get me? Somebody that was just like healthy and loved and had this great childhood and whatever, like what would they have in common with me? It was kind of my thinking. So I was always like, you know, you put a hundred people in a room and I would find the broken one. And, and not because I wanted to fix them because I thought that's the only person that would love me. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think with my like behavior and thinking too. So the radical change that has to happen for this is you have to have, you have to like actually want to date. Instead of dating down, you have to date up. You're very silent. I am because I have so many thoughts. <laughs> My <laughs> mind voice thoughts? is going crazy. <laughs> okay, tell me like, some of them. What just happened? <laughs> like, um, goodbye. What? Yeah. Bye. I'll see you later. Um, yeah. Like what if they think I'm, what if they think I'm the one that's broken? Yeah. Uh, what <laughs> if they're dating down? You're the down. <laughs> I'm the down for them. Um, yeah. yeah. Or like, what if I'm my authentic okay, self so and then they don't, me, they don't. What if that is the truth? What if, what if somebody's dating down because this is how you're presenting yourself and you're dating up? Like, tell me about that. What comes up for you there? What does that feel like? Well, I just think it feels like they're going to figure it out one day and leave yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this has been your dating life. This is the counterpart. That's what that always felt like for them. Just so you know. Oh. Mm -hmm. People okay. know. People know. Yeah. They just know. <laughs> they know where they stand. They know if yeah, they're like, why try? 
why try? And it's, it's a uh, limited time anyway, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. like, so this, this kind of situation for you creates a situation where one, you cannot be loved and two, you can only be used and you're setting yourself up to be used. So this, this is a double whammy. This is not good. Mm-hmm. Now, what's really cool is if you get yourself up and you date up and you're worthy and you know you're worthy and you refuse to go lower. Not, not that I think any human being is less than another human being. I'm talking about there are certain ways that people match. There are certain you know, spiritual things that they match mm-hmm. on or intelligence things or, or whatever. Like you might be a black belt in karate and somebody else might be a great chef and you both have this like intense passion. And so that's a good match. Like you're both doing this interesting thing and, and, and they're not the same thing, but they're interesting. And then there's people that are like not really interested in doing that. And so they're a better match to somebody else that isn't really interested in in, in pressing is hard in certain ways. So I'm not, I'm not saying that there's like a hierarchy, even though kind of in dating, that's what I'm talking about. You can feel it. If you're, if you're manipulating the dating situation to try to make yourself safe by thinking that you're dating down, it's never really the case because all people are created equal, but it does create this really weird dysfunction within a relationship when you think you're the one that they are lucky to have. (laughs) Not the best. And the other isn't the best either where you feel like you're lucky to have this other person. They're going to leave you in any time. Right. So it's almost like you want to find someone that's like on the same playing field as you. Yes. Yes. And and what that feels like is you equally feel lucky to have each other. Like, you know, they feel lucky to have you and you know, you feel lucky to have them and you know, you both got a good deal. Hmm. Have you ever felt like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So how does one even go about finding this? Yeah. Great question, Meadow. Let me know. (laughs) Okay. So let me just right now put you in a room with a hundred dudes. Okay. All right. What typically do you go for? You know exactly what you go for. So just tell me the truth. What do you go for? A hundred different guys. Who are you going to go for? Um, I'm going to go for like the really outgoing, funny dude. Mm -hmm. Good looking. Good looking. Okay. And, um, why? Um, I, so I, I love to be, I love play and I love to be spontaneous and have fun, but that is not a part of me that normally comes out. Like I'm more, I mean, I'm an Enneagram six. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to like take care of things and make sure everyone's safe. And, um, I feel like it brings out my seven wing mm-hmm. to have, someone who is you know like the life of the party mm-hmm. um okay so i just want i'm going to repeat back basically what you said okay it, but edited so you can hear i look for somebody who's funner than me because i'm not fun and i need to be more fun <laughs> okay do you see the imbalance there 
Do you see the inequality there? Yes. Like out of a hundred dudes, we're in a room and you're picking the guy that isn't like you and has a quality that you don't think you have. So let me tell you a different thing that you could be looking for. You could be looking for someone like you. Someone that would get you, someone that would value your qualities. Okay, how did the two shy people meet at a party? <laughs> um, you start looking for that. Yeah. Instead of looking for the one who's not like you because you think you have a flaw and he's going to fix it. Can you see the problem there? I do. I mean, it, I, yeah. it's a tiny problem in the beginning. It, it is a gigantic problem a year or two later. That's a big problem. Uh-huh. Yeah. And in my marriage, that was like one of the things that he would always bring out. What, You're what? not outgoing enough. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you were supposed to fix that in me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was my deal. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Dang it. So, so imagine going into a room and looking for the person just like you. What would that, what would he look like? How would you spot him? Well, he'd probably be talking to one other person. There you go. Um, and I think he would be like the kind person. Yeah. 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 The kind person that doesn't need an audience and isn't joking around, isn't outgoing. How does that feel? I, I, you can't see me right now, I don't think, but I am, I'm just like smiling. I'm like, that feels so good. Like, that sounds so great. Doesn't that just sound easier? Yeah. Than trying to find your missing piece and be fixed through a relationship. <laughs> it just feels terrible to me. <laughs> it's so much easier yeah. to just like meet on the same, on the same field. Like, oh, I think we're alike. Wow. We understand the same thing. You're kind, I'm kind. You're kind of shy, I'm kind of shy. You like to talk to one person, I like to talk to one person. <laughs> I want to be the person you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never realized that is my type. And that's just an, a belief that I had about myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting this like put yourself in a, a room with a hundred guys when you're single because you kind of know. You'll know. Like mine was always <laughs> mine was, oh, the cocky guy. Like he was kind of like the alpha cocky. And I used the word cocky. Yeah. That, that is just not it's not good. <laughs> it's not good to be like this broken wounded person that's barely breathing <laughs> going for the cocky guy in the room. Like, hmm. This, this ends up in disaster over and over and over. Mm -hmm. And then it wasn't until I really changed that. And so you, you do have the ability to, on purpose, 
start practicing being attracted to different qualities. We are naturally going to be attracted to what feels like home to us. And what feels like home when you came from not so great is not good. Mm-hmm. That's not good for people to rely on that. You know, and I would say that, oh, it feels like, it feels like home, it feels like home. Yeah, that's not, that's not the goal when you come from severe abuse or severe dysfunction or from an alcoholic home or from this. If it feels like home, that, that means don't go there. Yeah. Because there is this familiarity when you have this, this lifetime baggage behind you, right? So, so it needs to feel, if, if you're coming and you're trying to break a pattern, it needs to feel unfamiliar, not like home, okay? So unfamiliar, like I'm in a new pattern. This feels unfamiliar. But it is a constant check-in with your body, constant, constant, constant. So... I want to put you against the funny guy, the funny outgoing guy. And can you check your body? What does that feel like to be in your body? What happens in your body next to a guy like that? Um, I, so I have like a tightness in my stomach. Yeah. Oh okay. my gut, which is home. <laughs> <laughs> That's home. Yeah. Tight gut, stomach. So yeah. would you, what emotion do you think that is? Um, I think I would have said in the past, it's like excitement, but I think maybe, I don't know, maybe like fear. fear. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the protect, run, danger. So now... Put your body next to somebody who's just talking to one person who isn't the life of the party, seems kind. What, what is the body response there? Um, I'm like, I'm like tearing up. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like it's like a heart feeling. Mm-hmm. A softness in my heart. Why do you think it makes you tear up? Um, I don't know. Maybe because I, it's. I'm sure that's just like a sadness of like I've been. I've been like looking for something for so long, but I don't. I didn't know what it was. So is the sadness like you don't have what you want? Or is it just a, an awareness that this is what I want? I think it's an awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like it, it is sad that I haven't, haven't ever gotten that. Not yet. Not yet. so so the feeling when you when you imagined being next to it was a heartfelt and your eyes started to tear up so I know this doesn't sound sexy at all but that is the feeling you need to be looking for (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. The stomach clenched, needing to feel protected like you can run and defend is not the sign for a good partner for you. Like what you actually want is this heart swelling, eyes tearing up. It's a different feeling. And that yeah. is very body-based. So this means you will never get this through an app, just so you know. Dating mm-hmm. apps don't give you body feelings. Dating apps are completely mind-centered. It's only mind voice doing the dating. And mind isn't a good mate picker. You know, we evolved as animals. We've evolved forever and ever and ever to pick our mate. Body. Instinct. Body picked mate. That's just how it always has been. So to try to override the body instinct, you need to know what it feels like to be next to this human, really, before you even consider whether or not you're going to date him. Mm-hmm. It's like a 100% body gets to decide. And so what you're looking for is my stomach clenched. Really, truly, this is what it, what you, you go on a date and you're like sitting there, is my stomach clenched? Mm-hmm. Am I getting that weird heart swell feeling? Like, am I feeling like if I really let myself be here, do I want to tear up? Those are, those are yeah. the two poles for you. And you just keep checking in with your body, with your body, with your body, with your body all night long. Mm-hmm. And it's not about whether he likes you or not. And it's not about if he's funny or not. It's not about anything like that. It's like, what does my body feel like to be next to him? Okay, I'm going to ask a question. Yes. And this is for all the single ladies out there, Meta. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> As I'm sure they might be thinking it too. So if, I, if I'm not on a dating app, uh-huh. how find I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They all hide under rocks. There are no men anywhere, ever. They're all on dating apps, yeah. But seriously, like I do, I am not on dating apps. And I'm to the point where it's like I – want to be going on dates, but I don't know how to find them out in the world. Yeah. No, I believe me. I was, uh, I was miserably single for like 10 years. It was like, uh, I just wanted it to end. I was the worst dater. I like, I'm just so much better in a relationship. (laughs) (laughs) So like, um, can I go on a dating app and then meet them in person and then make the decision after I have that you can but you're you might be missing the one that would actually your body would respond to so like how how would I know yeah yeah I mean you're basically putting your mind in charge go for it I I mean I have heard of people that have met this way It, it isn't impossible but I'm I'm telling you as far as evolution goes 99.99% 99.99% of all humans ever have met person to person in real life. That's how it went down. <laughs> <laughs> so I know it seems weird, but real life is happening. And so this is, this is kind of what I want you to think. It's a fun, it's a fun thing. So all single ladies, listen, <laughs> um, think about if you were going to have the best story about how you met. Like, this is a story. Like, if you're meeting the one, right? You only have to meet one more guy. That's it. You go on one more first date. If this was the last one, 
the last guy you met, the last first date you went on, how would you like to meet him? How would I like to meet him? Yeah, what would be the best way to meet him? I, I, I feel like I... <laughs> he like, whips in on a white horse. <laughs> oh no! I have like fantasies of like we bumped into each other on the subway. Yes, like that. <laughs> but that's a that's a valid. That's what I mean. Like if that's like that's the story that I would love to have. If that's true for you, I would much rather you spend all of your life on a subway <laughs> with a little sign. I'm single. <laughs> You know, like, I would rather you invest in that than swiping, swiping, swiping. Mm -hmm. It's so time consuming. Yeah, I don't want that. I I do want to meet, like, in person. Like, I want to be living my life and, like, maybe I meet him at a yoga, at the yoga studio or that's, that's, the what, I, that's what I'm asking. Yes. Yeah. Like, do you want to meet him at a yoga, at, on the subway, uh, in cooking class? Um, mm-hmm. outside of a uh, museum. I don't know. Like yeah. in real life where yeah. you would naturally be because if he's a good match to you, he will be there too. Great. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, sorry. <laughs> My roommate's cat is talking to. Um, yes, I, I think that is, that's what has stopped me from getting on dating apps. Yes. Since yeah. my last breakup is because I'm like, I just don't want that storyline. No. Um, no, and if you don't want that storyline, don't begin that storyline. Right. That's just one more way of settling for me, at least. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is. If it doesn't feel good to you, if it doesn't feel good. And some people don't have a stigma mm-hmm. around right. it. If you don't, fine, whatever. You're still not dating with your body. And then, yeah, swipe, 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 go out, meet. Feel your body, be in the chair, make sure you're feeling what's going on. And then, like, does it feel safe? Across the board, this person needs to feel safe, really safe, body safe. Yeah. So, um, that's, that's what I, that's what I know, uh, you know, like, when I was dating, there wasn't, there weren't apps, like iPhones were barely like apps. There weren't dating apps. Like I didn't, I was pre-bumble and all that kind of stuff, but match.com was a thing. And I just, I remember thinking like, there was like one person I met and, and we went on a couple of dates and it's like, I don't like, I'm, I'm a, sh- I'm like embarrassed that this is how we met and I can feel it in me. I was like, this isn't a good thing. If I'm embarrassed about how we met, um, this, like, what are we going to do? Like change the story or whatever. <laughs> like I could feel, we're just going to lie. And, uh, we did, we went to a dinner and it was like his boss. And he told the person that he had met me through my blog, which wasn't true. Um, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, he's embarrassed too. Like this isn't good. This isn't, this isn't how, uh, a great foundation is made. Um, but I do know people that have met online and that is how, and it worked. And mm-hmm. so, so in general though, I'm going to say rules of evolution are in real life, 
and instinctual, really instinctual. There are smells, there are pheromones, there are all kinds of little things that your body is picking up from another human being that you just, you need that evolution in place to be like, yep, that's a good one. That's not a good one. We're not a match. We are a match. Right. And as someone who has historically just lived in my head and not my body. Right. Like I just found out how to body four years ago. <laughs> so many of my students say that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You have a body. And your mm -hmm. body is actually the one that should be dating. Yeah. It's very intelligent when it comes to dating. Um, and and it's, it's kind of exciting. So... So this is, this is kind of, rather than allowing yourself to go to a dating app, because if you're settling, you're going to meet other people that are also on dating apps. And maybe, yes, they're desperate too. Like there is a guy out there that wants to meet you just as much as you want to meet him. I promise he's out there. He's living. He's like living his life right now. He's breathing out there right now. <laughs> it's happening. He's already born. He's, already <laughs> <laughs> he's there. Uh, so really, it's like, how do I put myself into the space where I recognize him? So this is what is really cool, is you start to have a relationship to him before you meet him. You have a relationship with this person because you already know the story you want to have. Okay, so tell me a little bit about what that. So means. for me, it was like, it when I really got my mind around the fact that he's out there, he's living his life. Like, am I living in a way that I would be proud to tell him? Like, yeah, this is what I was doing the day before I met mm -hmm. you, or this is what I'm doing the day I meet you, or this is the date I'm on instead of being on the date with you because we're gonna be in the restaurant looking at each other. Like, I didn't know where I was gonna meet him. I just knew that I, I had like a, a bar that I had had pretty low. But when I thought about, oh no, I'm actually already in relationship to this person that I really, really care about. I wanted to live my life in a way that I was proud of and that I would be proud of when I'm, I don't, I don't know if that's making sense mm -hmm. to you, but, but it was more like, he's just past the horizon. You just can't see him right now. So what if you just, refuse to date anybody until you know it's him yeah that i think that would be really a really powerful way to live and but and with that i'm thinking if i'm already in a relationship with him and i haven't met him mm -hmm. all of a sudden i have an abundance mindset yes yeah because he's off, yeah he's already there He's already there. And it's really interesting because now I'm in this relationship and, and I can see like three years, you know, when, when we go back three years before I met him, it's like, oh, I didn't meet him because he was doing this and he was doing this and he was doing this. And he had all these things that were lined up and needed to happen first. And it was like, I can clearly see that I just waited. And it's okay. It's good. Yeah. Like you don't want to meet somebody that's still married. You don't want to meet somebody that's like <laughs> just met somebody else, right? You don't want, you want this person when they're free and clear and ready 
Yeah, this is like totally shifts my mindset. Good. <laughs> so, so, yes, you do the hundred guys. You pick one. You go. Oh yeah, I can't. I literally have to turn off the attraction switch that I cannot be attracted to anymore. And I have to really learn to filter for this other one and, and keep conscious about that. And then I date with my body. I'm already in relationship to this person. What is the story I really want to have? What is our beginner story, beginning story? Like, what do I want that to sound like and be? And then, then you have to put yourself into the world. And you just have to keep going places every single day, like a new place every single day. Because we are creatures of habit. And mm -hmm. if you haven't already found him in your little tiny habits, that means you need a new place. And then you add another one. And then you add another one. And so that was kind of my thing is like every single day didn't really work some mom. And, but it was like every weekend, I just tried to do something new, take a new class, go to this concert, whatever, you know, go to this place go on a walk there instead of there. Like just every time just being like something that's naturally that I wanted to do, but also like just a little bit outside my comfort zone because I knew I wasn't going to meet him on my couch watching Netflix because <laughs> so far I hadn't. <laughs> so I knew I had to get my butt off that couch and do something. Right. But then I just kept doing things that I liked. Mm -hmm. And then you end up meeting somebody who does things you like, which is great. Yeah. But yeah, every day or five times a day or five times a week or every Friday night, you just, that, that's my day that I go out and I deliberately try to go put myself in new places. So this goes for dating. This also goes for making new friends too. Mm -hmm. It's just this idea that um, they're not going to, unless you want to date your FedEx guy, um, they're not coming to you. <laughs> you have yeah. to be out in the world. And you don't have to meet 1,000 guys. You, you, you just need one. So, like, think about the story backwards. Five years from now, where are you guys at? Four years from now, where are you guys at? Three years, two years, one year. And, and it's like, that's all written. That's, all, that's already happening. So just, where do I need to be? Today, tomorrow, the next day. Mm -hmm. What does that feel like? It feels like a, this like weight is lifted from me. Can, can you articulate what the weight was? Um, I, I think it was like this sense of like urgency. I'm running out of time. I need to hurry up and find a partner that like awesome. that's just so you know they love that <laughs> uh yeah but that is what i mean i think oh. that is what is like no like there's an abundance like there's an abundance of time like you have plenty of time just keep living your life and doing things you love and well by doing that that's the only way you're going to meet him that that's that's the thing that is like oh I just be myself. Oh, I just live my life. That is the only way I end up with capital T, capital O, the one, right? That, that's the only way. There is no other way to meet him. 
Right. You can't contrive it. You can't make it happen faster than it's going to happen. You can't put an ad in the New York Times. Like, I mean, you can, but Mm -hmm. it's not going to, it's not going to be the road that you're really wanting to go down. Right. So if the road is, yeah, we met on the subway. Tell me what he's doing on the subway. Is he uh, telling jokes with lots of people looking at him and laughing? No, I think maybe he's like helping someone out. Maybe, maybe like someone's lost or like someone's, I don't know, weird things happen on the subway. Maybe someone fainted and he like, they, he, he caught them. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He laid down his jacket over a puddle. <laughs> 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 that's the one yes yes yeah but can you feel that like can you look for that quality mm-hmm. of kindness yeah but you're like you're right it takes like taking my attention off of the guy who's telling jokes yes so that I can catch the other guy yes the other guy's been there the whole time you miss him when you're looking for the shiny Mm-hmm. producing object <laughs> um how about are you worthy of that guy who just helped somebody who painted yeah i think so why um i think because that is that's the guy that I want in my life and everyone deserves to have what they want in their life. Are you a kind person that would help somebody if they painted? Yeah. 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 You would see kindness in another person and you see kindness in yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You see how, how much, more grounded that feels than trying to see something you don't recognize in yourself. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it feels, yeah, so much lighter. Yeah. Because you, you, it's like you already know that language. You know the language of kindness. You understand that one. Yeah. I don't have to be anyone else. I don't have to be uh-uh. someone. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you just get to be your nice self (laughs) Mm -hmm. and and that person he'll recognize that in you so what does your body feel like right now remember your body (laughs) yeah so I am like um I am like sitting at attention I'm well it's like I'm I'm sitting in my worth right now my I mean my shoulders are like tall and broad yeah and good yeah and that I like that you said sitting at attention because it's almost it's a more grounded you know how you said it almost I used to say it felt like excitement like this is a different aspect Mm -hmm. of excitement it's not that fear anxious I I don't think no it's more grounded and attentive Yes. Good. Good. So tell me what's your first activity? Where are you going to go? 
What are you going to do? Oh, my first activity. Um, okay, I am going to go to a workshop this weekend on Sunday. It's through my grad school program. Cool. Um, and yeah. All right. Watch and see. Okay, and you're looking, you know who to look for now. You know how to look for. And you're going to tell me how it goes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. 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 So, what I really want you to hear is this process isn't about trying to shape shift yourself to meet somebody else's needs. It's really how to filter for what exactly you need and want and desire and how to filter out the rest. Right. And so you become really clear this. And then I have permission to want this. And I'm allowed to want this. I'm allowed to have this. I am worth this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I read that. I forget where I, either it was the other podcast or a, oh yeah, it was, um, I think it was a, a podcast that you released recently and the lady was talking about origami. Mm -hmm. like trying to fit someone. Yes. That's exactly how it, dating has helped to me yes yes yeah. yes right so do you see this is a whole different way this is like you're mm -hmm. you're just basically looking through this little like i already have my shape <laughs> i'm not changing my shape are you a match to this shape that's all i'm looking for mm -hmm. yeah and then check in with that body am i scared if he scares me, this isn't good for me. I'm not that early love isn't scary, but it's a different kind of scary. You won't have body. If your body is um, worried or, or scared, your body is what remembers all the childhood stuff. So that's why you need to check in with it because your brain's going to be like, yes, feels like home. And your body's like, I'm fucking terrified. <laughs> so you need to listen to the body there. Yes. Which I think you had even said like earlier when I was dating, like go to the bathroom, check in with your body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As a way to help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had a, a really, uh, that's, that's, that's when everything changed for me. When I, mm -hmm. when I did that, it was like, oh, relaxed, not relaxed. Relax, not relax. Relax, not relax. Okay. All right. I get it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think for me, just holding tight to that boundary with myself of like saying no when my body is telling me to. Yeah. Believing, yeah. believing the body, believing all of its wisdom. It knows so much more than you could possibly know. Really, truly. I mean, have you ever had like food poisoning where your body just knew it? needed to not have that food in it mm -hmm. that's not a conscious thinking thing that happens right your body's like i'm dying this must get out <laughs> it knows things yeah that you don't know so and this is one of them cool Oh my goodness, I gotta go, Meadow. I gotta go live my life. <laughs> go, go live your life. Go on a walk. Go on a subway. <laughs> go get on that damn subway.
Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that was helpful. I will be back next week with a whole new client to talk to. If you'd like to be a guest on the show and get advice from me, go to meadowdevore.com forward slash get advice to fill out the form and it gives you bunches of topics that you can look at and see, oh yeah, to let you know what I'm looking for and what we're looking for for the team that's putting together this podcast. In the meantime, have a great, great day.